Hey, we're back. This is Jonathan Katz, the guy who likes to say, Hey, we're back. I don't get it either. You ever wonder what you'd do if you're at home, just sort of hanging out, maybe watching TV, and you get a collect call from the Pope? What would you do? I'd take the call. And if I could just say why? Why? I'm not much with the old, with, you know, I don't know how religious guy I am, Jonathan. Uh, you know, I don't know if I go with all that hoodoo. Mm-hmm. But I will say, supposing it's true, I'm not saying I take a collect call from a bishop or a cardinal or something, but I think that what if, you know, the big what if, the, the pontiff is actually, you know, uh, the good Lord's man here on earth and so on, yeah. and I don't take that call well. And then I'm not saying he would but he might put a curse on me. I don't know how the Catholic Church works, really. Um, he put a curse. You know, I hate to look down in my shoes and see bees, you know, instead of feet or something. What, what, what do you see now when you look down at your shoes? Just my feet. Okay. And I'd like to keep it that way, Wait. sir, if I may. I, I do. I applaud you for your decision to accept the charges. Well, that's from, you know, better to be safe than sorry. Uh, right. You know. And then I'd like to see what he wanted was calling me about to be quite honest. And, and supposing he was just wasting your time, would you ask to get reimbursed for that call? No, but I would say, would you please take my name off your list, like I do when people call about, you know, credit card calls or, or uh, long-distance calls and so yeah. on. Very politely. I don't yell. I don't yell because I figure this is just someone trying to make a living. Not the Pope, per se. Right. You know, maybe a single mom. Yeah, Again, not the Pope. Or he owes, he owes someone a favor. Whatever. Yeah. I can imagine a situation where the Pope is hanging out with a bunch of friends, and he says, I bet you I can get so-and-so on the line. But still, he doesn't want to put his own money on it. I got to laugh at that, because that's, that's a funny image. With all due respect, he doesn't look so well. God willing, he should be fine, you know what I mean? And um, to think that he would have enough kind of you know, good health and that he would just be prank, doing a prank, it, I would like to think that. Because I think he's a very good man. And yeah. I think it's that kind of kidding around that could breathe life back into the Catholic. Yeah, exactly. Put the fun back in it. Yeah. Hey, do you think it's possible for a man, let's say me, to be too compassionate? I don't know why, but am I the only one who feels like microchips have feelings too? Well, I'm trying to get in touch with my old friend Johnny Habo. And I called directory assistance. Hi, in Los Angeles, California. Do you have a listing for a, a Johnny Habo? Habo is spelled H-A-Y-B-O. And Johnny is just like it sounds, uh, J-O-N-N-I-E. Unless it's J-O-H-N-N-Y. But just like it sounds. And Habo again, H-A-Y-B-O. And then I got a response from perhaps the saddest microchip Ever. Three one zero seven eight eight six seven six seven. Look, I'm not crazy. I know that the emotional health of this chip is not my responsibility, but I was worried that she was just going to do something drastic, and I, I felt like I I needed to call someone to reach out in some way, and then I heard. And I realized that I had waited too long. The damage had been done. I'd like to end today with a really uplifting story. 
This is about a young woman I met years ago, and to protect her identity, I'm going to call her Bernice. She was convicted 20 years ago of torching to death a young woman, and I wanted to know why. She spoke in a fake English accent. I'm not going to mention her name, but she transferred because she didn't like me. How's that for my first rejection? So, Bernice, this is somebody you met in, in Juvie, and I'm guessing there must have been something about the experience that was uh, that you enjoyed. I, I know it's hard to find pleasure behind bars. I, I loved playing volleyball there. It, it was just really fun. We did it after dinner. Uh, I can still smell the cafeteria food. And this is where her amazing attitude surfaced. I asked her about that food. It was really not all that good. I hate to say anything negative. Well, uh, Bernice, if you're in a perfect position to say things that are negative, you you are behind bars probably for the rest of your life. And uh, uh, I hate to... I hate to to point that out to you, but that uh, not to dwell on on the crime itself, uh, but this was a, a young woman who uh, was found uh, burned to death. How, how were you able to accomplish that? She doused Old Spice all over her body, so so she was flammable. She was uh, she was just a she was a um, a human torch so to speak. All you needed to do is to ignite her, really. So, Bernice, based on what I've read, I bet you're making good use of your time. I I learned for the first time about sex. And how did that go? It was really wonderful. Now, this surprised me was that after your first three months in this facility, you decided to study a musical instrument. Is that true? piano lessons. See, that's, that's remarkable. That's such a, a wonderful spirit there. I ended the interview by asking Bernice what I thought was a leading question uh, about the murder itself and whether or not she was had ever experienced any remorse. And I said, I asked her, uh, is there anything that troubles you? And oddly enough, it was about a book group. And I still feel guilty to this very day because we were supposed to read Portrait of the Artist as a Young Man by... James Joyce, and I still haven't finished it. But I was happy to hear that Bernice had set up a trust fund in the name of her victim, and when she's able, uh, she makes a contribution. I do send in once a year, or twice a year, I send in a very, very, unfortunately, a, a very generous donation. Hey, today we heard the voice of Tom Leopold, Bernice, a very sad microchip, music by Mike Shapiro, Billy Novick, Guy Van Duzer. Today's episode was produced by Tim Dacey. I'm Jonathan Katz. You've been listening to Hey, We're Back at JonathanKatz.com on the World Wide Web. Now that sounds important.